Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more, passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our free printable section while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Zita, whose feast is celebrated on April 27th. Zita was born around the year 1212 in Tuscany, Italy, to a poor Christian family. At the age of 12, Zita became a servant in the Fatinelli's household, who were rich silk merchants. She lived and worked for this family for almost 50 years. When Zita first arrived, she was allowed to attend school, but after a year, she was instead put under the care of an older maid. Everyone in the family really liked Zita, which made the older maid very jealous. She treated Zita unfairly and tried to make everyone believe Zita was lazy and careless with her work. Zita bore this trial patiently and in the end won over the hearts of the other servants. Every morning she would wake up several hours earlier than everyone else so that she would have time to fit in her chores and attend daily mass. Zita took the money that she earned and divided it into thirds. One third for her parents, one third for herself, and one third for the poor. She was so generous and kind to the poor that the lady of the house, Signora Fatinelli, placed Zita in charge of the family's almsgiving to the poor and allowed her to spend some time visiting the sick and poor in their own homes to help them. Saint Zita is known for taking great care and love doing ordinary tasks well. Saint Zita is the patron saint of domestic servants, homemakers, lost keys, single women, and waiters and waitresses. Now it's time for our story. The home of the Fatinellis was quiet and still as Saint Zita dressed herself for midnight mass. Snow was softly falling outside, which made her smile. It was always so lovely to have a dusting of snow on Christmas morning. She could tell it was very cold outside as ice crystals had spread across the panes of glass in the window. Zita quietly padded down the hall towards the front door, not wanting to disturb anyone else, and was about to leave for mass when her master, who had been sitting and reading by the fire, noticed her preparing to leave. Where are you headed, child, on this freezing cold night? To midnight mass, sir, Zita replied, smiling. Oh, Zita, it's so cold tonight. Even with all our coats, this is the type of cold that chills the bone. You'll be praying on all that cold marble. Wouldn't you rather stay home and quietly mind your prayers in the warm house? But Zita couldn't bear the idea of missing midnight mass on Christmas Eve. She politely nodded no. All right, all right, her master conceded, smiling. He knew how much it meant to her. Well, he continued, if you must go, at least take my cloak with you to protect you from the bitter cold. And with that, he opened the cloak closet and pulled out a beautiful fur cloak. Zita, who appreciated the gesture and didn't want to be rude to her master, took the cloak and thanked him. As she began to turn to leave, her master quickly added, but Zita, please remember, take care not to lend the cloak to anyone because if you lose it, you should be prepared for a good scolding. Zita nodded seriously. Don't fear, sir. With God's help, the cloak will come home all right. And with that, Zita left for mass. The warm fur cloak did help Zita stay more comfortable as she made her way through the chilly night air to the church. 
and she was grateful for her master's kindness towards her. As Zita came up the steps of the church, she noticed a poor beggar, dressed in thin rags, shivering by the door. Her heart hurt when she saw him. He was surely going to freeze to death in this weather. The words of her master echoed in her head, but she just couldn't let this poor man freeze to death while she stayed warm in church. She took the fur cloak off of her own shoulders and draped it over the poor man. The poor man, with kind, gentle eyes, looked up at her with gratitude. She smiled at him and said, Take this, brother, and cover yourself till Mass is over. Don't leave from where you are, and then I will take you home and make a fire to warm you. As the Fatinellis had given Zita a room off the side of the house for just this sort of charitable aid to the poor. The bells for Mass began to ring, and without another word, Zita hurried into the church and took her usual spot. She became deeply absorbed in prayer and hardly noticed the service was over until the church was almost empty. Once she realized almost everyone else had gone, she quickly went to find the poor man and her master's cloak. But no matter where she looked, Zita could find no trace of the man or of the cloak. It was getting very, very late by that point, and so Zita hurried home in the cold, herself shivering. As she walked through the empty streets, she wondered what had happened to the poor man. She didn't believe he had stolen the cloak. He had looked so gentle and kind. In fact, she was worried someone else had stolen it from him. Even though Zita didn't know what happened, she just couldn't bring herself to feel badly towards the poor man or assume the worst of him. Perhaps someone robbed him, she thought to herself, and he was too ashamed to tell me. Or maybe as all the people rushed out of church, it was taken and he didn't see what became of it. Poor man, I hope I haven't added to his suffering tonight. Zita prayed for him as she walked, hoping that he was okay. She also prayed that God would help temper her master's anger when he heard what had happened to the cloak, or that someone would find it and bring it back. Even though it was very late, her master was still awake when Zita came home, and he was furious. He yelled and yelled at Zita for giving away his cloak, especially after he had explicitly told her to be careful to bring it back home. Zita didn't try to defend herself. She knew he had asked her to be careful and not lend it to anyone. And she had disobeyed and now it was gone. She only told him what had happened and that she had faith that the cloak, which was lent with love and charity, would return. Her master scowled at her and told her to go to her room. The whole morning of Christmas, Zita could feel her master's disappointment in her. She quietly went about her duties, careful not to irritate anyone further. But around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, a knock came at the front door. Zita went to answer it and saw standing there the poor man, who now looked rather different. In fact, his appearance was rather enchanting. Draped on his arm was the cloak. Master Fratinelli came up behind Zita and saw the man hand the cloak back to Zita as he thanked her for her charity. Both Zita and Master Fratinelli were about to speak to the man when suddenly he disappeared with a flash of heavenly light, leaving Zita and Master Fratinelli filled with a sense of peace and joy. The story of Saint Zita reminds us that we shouldn't jump to thinking the worst of others when things go wrong because in the end, things may work out okay. St. Zita, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. 
be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!